You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, so what is the question again? Well, she doesn't know what she should be wearing because she's wearing the jersey today. But, I mean, by wearing the jersey today, is it going to ensure that there might be you know, some bad luck tonight? Right. Should she change it? Before the game tonight, since it is game three of the playoffs. So it's the luck factor. So there's multiple multiple parts to this question. So she's worried about the luck of wearing a LaMarcus Aldridge jersey during the day, but then for the game, should she wear it during the game or not? Or should she not? Or should she not? Yes. Yes. Um, either way, I think she's already screwed them. I think it's, it's too late and I'm going to blame her. No, this, no, it works. No, it does not. <laughs> Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. He doesn't just say it. that. He thinks that it's really fantastic. I really do. Mm-hmm. I mean it. That's why I say it every day. Because every day. you guys are fantastic it's that true. listen to the show. And of course, we are live here out of Portland, Oregon, five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then via a podcast shortly thereafter. Mm-hmm. Uh, for around the world, around the world, Sarah, the world of the internets, the cyber airwaves, we are on them right now. <laughs> the Cybertron now. airwaves. Yes, indeed. That's where we are. Absolutely. Our and voices are just ping-ponging all over the universe. Ping-ponging, just like... Uh, just like the ball in my head, right, yes. Greg? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes. Uh, so, uh, we have a fantastic show lined up for you, and uh, that is because it is Friday here on at Front Employment Radio, which means today, Sarah... Is a science day. Oh, so I think that today we were talking about it. I think uh, Dr. Greg Rooney is going to be taking the day off, and Dr. Science yes. shall be joining us Dr. today. Dr. Science later on in the show. And what that means is Dr. Science will dispel all the untruths you may have learned from your sciencey ways and your learnings and your university teachings. And uh, Dr. Science will take questions from the live listeners via the chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live, where you can put your questions in there. And then at the end of the show, Dr. Science will give you the, the facts. The truths. He will dispel the untruths. Yes, dispel the untruths. And that is what <laughs> Dr. Science shall do. Um, all right, but before we get on to that, so uh, for, for those of you that follow the NBA or if you are from the Portland area, you know the NBA playoffs are going on, and it's a big deal. This it's is fun. just, this is, we're going to talk about this. So, well, that's what's we're happening. going to talk about this in, in relation to something that I think everybody can relate to no matter what you're into. Um, whether you're into gaming, whether you're into video games, whether you're into you know sports, whatever it is, there's always those people that believe in some ridiculous superstition about what they wear or what they do or how they dress or where they watch it. All these things that go along with it, like even people with bowling where they bring their charms. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, I just want to say right now that uh, our friend here, Sarah X. Dillon, is one of those people <laughs> in that she strongly <laughs> believes in that whatever she wears while watching the Blazers in the playoffs. It's not even wears. It's not even only wears. Oh, it's no, okay, it's not only that. Vastly affects what's going to happen on the court with the team. And it's not just me. So you were naming some people because Greg was giving me some shit earlier because he's like, I just can't believe how superstitious you guys all are. And you were talking about me and our friend Jessica, our friend Heather, uh, our buddy Tristan, of course, is one half of Rip City Bad Boys. Also, I was just thinking about this. Another one, Scott Daly. Scott Daly Scott as well. Scott Daly is too. He will not sit in particular seats during yes, the game. that is right. I forgot about that. Mm. Um, yeah, Jasmine is noting you also kiss clocks when it's... I do. I mean, why are you so surprised that the girl with the, you know... I'm not surprised. This person with a little bit of OCD might I'm have... I'm saying you guys are ridiculous it's with pretty... this stuff. 
It, it, it's taken pretty me, seriously. See, to me, that just adds a whole other level of stress that why do I want to deal with that? It is. Whatever you do, here's a secret. I'm just going to let let this everybody know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to shock shock the world right here by revealing this. It doesn't matter what you wear. It doesn't affect the players. You don't know that. Uh, no, I do. How do you know that? You don't know that definitively. You can't say 100,000% that what I wear does not make any impact whatsoever on the game. Because here's what probably happens before the game. Marcus Aldridge, they give him a spreadsheet showing of all the fans everywhere and what they wore the last game, and then he'll compare that. And he'll be like, okay, wait a minute. Okay, here, we're going through, going through, going through. Sarah Dillon wore this shirt. Wait a minute. She's not wearing that shirt tonight. Oh, no. What am I going to do? I'm going to miss every shot. It's not going to work out. Yeah. This is what happens. This so is what's the Blazers happening. are analyzing these statistics but right statistically now. Statistically speaking, I yeah. think that they have a better shot if, me, if I do wear the same thing and if all of your friends if Scott Daly sits on the Scott has uh, has found out that he can only sit at, at the end of the table he can't sit in the middle because him and Heather can't sit next to each other because they found because once Scott actually stood up and moved seats during game one then that's when the Blazers ended up uh, taking the win and so Scott when he walked in for the second game for on Wednesday for round two uh, he was like, all right. He's like, well, it's nice to see you guys, but you know, Heather, that I, I can't sit next to you because we're going to gonna have to move to the end of the table. And Heather's like, I totally understand. And Scott picked up his beer and went to the end of the table and they won. Yes, <laughs> yes all because Scott Daly sat at the end of the table. That is why that happened. That is entirely <laughs> the only reason the Blazers won. Nothing to do with Aldridge or uh, Damian Lillard. No, and Tristan has his thing where he has like one beer a quarter. Like he, he does that. Heather wears the exact realize, same shirt. I didn't realize how much of this stuff that you guys do. Oh, yeah. What else do you guys do? Um, I can tell you that toward the end of the uh, the first game, game one, uh, last Sunday, that <laughs> it was a, it was toward the end of the game, and I had stepped outside to just like watch the um, watch the game through the windows. And as soon as we stepped outside, it was with my friend Brandy, as soon as we stepped outside, they started doing better. And so Heather and everyone who were inside there was like, you can't come back in. You can't come back in. So we had to actually stand outside <laughs> until the end of the game. And so <laughs> this sounds really crazy when I'm talking about okay, it. Okay, you giving yourself that much power is the same as people that send me angry emails <laughs> when I make predictions on games as though I have some control over the outcome. That's the same thing you're doing. That is the same thing you are doing right now. Oh, well, you're, so you're, like, only you're giving yourself that power. I'm not giving myself that power. It's everybody. We're all cogs in the machine. <laughs> it isn't just me. Like everyone has to be doing. It. Like Heather clearly needs to be wearing her red uh, pinwheel shirt that she's been wearing for the past two games. She's been, it, does, do you wash it? Well, I think she washes. I don't know if she. Do washes you wash it. your clothes that you wear for? Well, I don't wear. I wear a jacket, so I can I can change my shirt. I have my blazer's zip oh, up jacket. So your shirt that's not affecting my them. shirt doesn't affect it. It's just the jacket. Okay, just the jacket mm. affects you. Wow. Yep. Okay. Are there any other things that I need to be aware of that you guys are doing? I'm trying to think. I, because, I know there are more. There are more. Like once you're sitting there and you're into it and you're watching the game, mm-hmm. you realize that that's uh, you know the, there are things that you do or don't do. See, because I I happen to be watching the game with you guys, and I do want the Blazers to win, and I enjoy watching the game with my friends. Although, if it were any other circumstance. Knowing this stuff, I would do everything in my power just to mess with you guys on your superstitions. I would love to do that. I'm not going to do that because it'll just make the game miserable for me because you guys will all it be will mad at me. It will make you, yes. You guys will all be mad at me. So I'm not going to do it Yeah, because I don't want to have to deal with that. But I really want to. I really want to mess with you I guys do have this. a friend who I don't watch the games with, but uh, I know this for a fact because she had told my other friend that she is such a diehard Blazers fan that when they won on Sunday... She actually took off her entire outfit, including socks 
including underwear, including everything, and laid it out and wore it all again on Wednesday. Oh! And... She's Dude, probably so she's gonna be wearing it all again today. I I guarantee it because she is the most superstitious person I've ever met. What she if, is like baseball player level superstition. What if in theory, like they make some incredible run, which they're not even out of the first round yet. I mean, let's not get ahead of ourselves. But just say, what if, what if they win like you know twelve more playoff games or something like that, and they go undefeated the whole time? Oh, I know not that this happen, particular person but, will wear it the entire time. Oh, that's gross. She's committed. I kind of respect her for it. I mean, it's gross. You respect but... her for being crazy and thinking that yeah. what she wears affects the, the outcome of the game. No, I just think that people are allowed to be superstitious and have fun the way that they want to. And if it involves, you know, wearing the same thing over and over again, like whatever. I'm all for whatever makes you feel like a bigger part of something. Well, okay. I can, yes. No, don't don't take it that I'm trying to take away yeah, your joy. Yeah, see? I just put that in your that. face. In your face, Greg Nibbler. I just really took that. I did a little spin doctoring there. That was pretty good. Little Miss, Little Miss can't be wrong. But <laughs> what I'm what I'm saying is, it seems to me that that doesn't seem like fun. That seems stressful. Because then what happens if they lose? Like, just say it's a basketball game. Say they lose tonight. Then what? What do you guys think? Are, are you going to blame yourselves for it? Then we won't wear the same things again. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I can't remember if it was Heather or Tristan, but one of them. So Heather and Tristan are brother and sister. I remember one of them, I think one of them threw away a shirt one time. I'm pretty sure. When it was like a, a severe, like a really bad loss. They threw like, well, away the shirt. Never wearing that again. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that I understood this. Well, you know, since you were talking about this. Nipples, so there's a fine line between <laughs> smelling like a homeless man, person and being a crazy Blazer fan. <laughs> I can agree with that. I can oh. agree with that. Well, I did decide to look up a couple of things um, just since you were talking about the superstitions. And I've got here, this is from uh, Bleacher Report, 25 weirdest superstitions and rituals in sports. And this has to do more with the players because a lot of the players – they are superstitious as well. Just like totally. I think it's uh, Jason Terry has to eat fried chicken and sleep in the opposing team's, team's shorts. Shorts the night before a game. Who's the one that has to wear multiple layers of socks? Uh, Do you remember that it one? Might be Jamal Crawford. I'm not sure. I'm yeah, not there sure. was one like a player that wore like three pairs of socks. Like every yeah. time he played for good luck. Yeah, you know I don't remember who that was. Jason Terry's is the weirdest though. Jason Terry is. He odd. always has to have chicken. Uh, but I'll tell you this: he's not the weirdest. Because I've got some of the weirder ones right here. So Mike Bibby. Um, I'm just going to give you some of this list here. So okay. Mike Bibby was a... I don't believe he's playing right now, but he had a very long NBA career. Kind of like a balance between being a starting and backup point guard. But, you know, overall, successful career. One of the things that he always did was when he um, went to the bench during the game, he would ferociously gnaw on his nails, like picking at them and making everyone around him nervous in the process. And then he would clip them... And apparently, keep the keep the uh, fingernail clippings. What on the sidelines? This, is, this was his thing. That's gross. Yeah, yeah. Well, yes. It, much like wearing the same underwear for fourteen days. Um, so that's one of the things. That, <laughs> it's not. She's not wearing the same underwear every day. She's wearing it during the games. Well, still, yeah. <laughs> it's those only up. for like three hours at a time. Well, so basically, they're they're pretty much clean. It's like wearing un- underwear for an entire day. She's just putting them on during the game, taking them off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's another guy uh, for that place where the uh, John Henderson, who's six foot seven, three hundred fifty pounds, plays for the Jacksonville Jaguars, or did anyway. I don't know how old this list is but here's what he would do he would make a one of the team trainers put a bar of soap in a sock 
you know, which generally you could use to really beat the crap out of someone. Yeah. It's like army rituals type stuff. Mm-hmm. And he would uh, demand one of the trainers uh, slap him across the face as hard as he could over and over. So he, this trainer would sit there with a bar of soap and just smack a 350-pound dude. Wouldn't that bruise him? Well, I don't know. He's a big guy. Apparently that just psyched him up. That just got him going. That is so weird. Yeah. All right, yeah. see, so me wearing the same jacket over and over again for superstitious reasons. At least I'm not having someone put a bar of soap in a sock and hit me in the face with it. Yeah, uh, Louisiana State uh, University football coach Les Miles, here's one of his things. He will, when he goes out onto the field uh, in the pregame, he will pinch a piece of the grass from the field and chew on it. He'll chew on the grass for a while while he's standing on the sidelines. I didn't know this either. And he does that for good luck. He does that. That's that's his thing. That's what he does. He hmm. chews on the grass of the field. That sounds gross. Mm-hmm. That sounds absolutely disgusting. Yeah, that's pretty gross. Um, yeah, there's all kinds of just bizarre things that, that people do. See? So I'm not alone. You're not alone. Doesn't make any less crazy. And let me tell you, like, our, us and, our, and my immediate circle of friends that we're talking about... We are definitely not alone with the superstitious stuff. Like, there are so many people, you know, at this particular bar that we went to, so many people in there, so many different kinds of Blazers fans. I saw people putting their hats forward. I'm thinking that that was bad luck, putting their hats backwards, you know, changing out of their jerseys, doing whatever it is. Like, people as a whole are weird. Yeah. 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 I, I I am not alone in the superstitious stuff. See, that just sounds sounds, sounds like a lot of stress to Mm -hmm. me. Oh, I guess even Jordan had something. Okay, this was early in his career. He would uh, wear his lucky North Carolina shorts under his uniform. <laughs> oh, which he wore under his uniform throughout his career. I didn't realize that. So I guess any picture of Michael Jordan, he's wearing North Carolina. That's where he went to college, okay. University of North Carolina. He was wearing North Carolina shorts underneath his Michael Jordan shorts. Wow. Under his Chicago Bulls shorts, excuse me. Huh. There you go. Well, let me just say, so uh, Jessica, who was asking about the jersey, she did, she did say that if things start going horribly awry in the game, that she's wearing a shirt underneath the jersey so she can take off the jersey at any point in case it becomes She's just going to start stripping until, <laughs> until they win again. Well, maybe there's something to that. I don't she know. She's a pretty girl. I'm sure that the bar would not mind. <laughs> no, I'm sure they wouldn't. I'm yeah. sure they wouldn't. That's what we should start telling everyone. That's, that's I think, now I'll The I'll less clothes. Get... Oh, don't be yeah. the creeper, Greg. I don't know. Don't be like, oh, the less clothes look, you're wearing. Look, Aldridge missed. That's like his second straight jumper. He's missed, uh, ma'am. I think it's because of that shirt you're wearing. Obviously, it's because of that shirt you're wearing. So I think maybe you need to uh, need to take that off. <laughs> I think that's what needs to happen. It's your fault. You know what? I I hear like 100% of the time, t- statistically speaking, the Blazers will make it to the second round of the playoffs if you watch the game in your bra. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing Statistics. That's Statistics. Right. Good. See, now if you back it up for us, then it's all going to work out fine for I will totally back that up for you. Okay. Just so you can see some boobs in a bar. Awesome. If there's any woman dumb enough to take off her shirt and, sh- and sit there in her bra watching the game, like more power to you, dude. Oh, I really want that to start to be a thing. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, there we go. That is uh, that is what's going on. Okay. So you and your superstitions. Um, <laughs> I have a question for you. Yes. And this is something. Is it about superstitions? It's not about superstitions. Okay. It's about something else. It's just more kind of a general question. And I've been doing a bit of a a bit of a field case study. Did you do a cyber poll on human interaction? I did kind of a cyber poll. I just asked a cyber question. Cyber. <laughs> um, and uh, and it has to do with this. So of course. 
This morning, as part of our Operation Hot Summer, where yes. Sarah and I are trying to look better, we're doing our Bike Gallery Bike Challenge, which, of course, you can go to bikegallery.com. Fantastic store. You can order things on there. Use the offer code FUN14. And you can order it online to actually go and pick it up in the store. Yes, yeah, so you can shop online at home. Get the discount. Go into the store. Go into the store. Mm-hmm. Fun 14, bikegallery.com. And I was riding my Bike Gallery bike today uh, down to the studio. Even though it's pouring down rain outside, yeah, and it's freezing outside. Yeah, it's quite cold yeah. outside. Uh, so I was I was riding down there, but there's a certain I'll just say it, it's it's a safe way that I stop at because it's on the way to the studio, and I'll pick up like some food or something if I didn't make anything beforehand. Mm-hmm. So I went to the deli there, and here's something I've been noticing. Now, this has been my my own personal case. Oh, study as soon as you say Safeway and deli, I know exactly my feelings on that. But why don't you say okay? Say what you're gonna say. Why? Is it that no matter, it seems like, like, it's one of those things where, you know, if you presented a scientific hypothesis, like a a theory, you could prove this. No matter where the Safeway is, the deli workers are always angry. Always. And for anybody who doesn't have Safeway, I'm sure you maybe have heard of it. It's just a a chain of grocery stores out here. I I think they're owned by somebody else now. But, um, yeah. Oh, weren't they bought out by Albertsons or something? uh, Maybe Albertsons bought them by, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, (laughs) but they're always angry they now, are... now angry by in this way because i'm not i'm not one of those annoying customers i know what i want when i walk up there i'll be like yes i'd like this i'd like a pound of turkey please you mm-hmm. know? and specific turkey i know i don't ask a million questions but no matter what it is as soon as i walk up to the counter if there's nobody else there they will look at me and just give me this devil glare just <laughs> angry <laughs> angry at my existence <laughs> and i'm like i'm really i'm not going to bother you with questions I'm, i just want the turkey's already cut i'd, I'd get it myself but it's behind the counter. Yeah, I can't do it. So you're, you're there with the gloved hands. You have to I need, do it. I need the turkey. I just want that. And um, and it'll take them a good probably four or five minutes of like huffing and puffing and just glaring at me out of the corner of their eye. And then they'll come over and, and take the order for whatever it is. But they're always, always pissed. Mm-hmm. Like I have done them a great disservice by ordering something. And I don't understand why. No. And I – so you're talking about the one on the way here, like on Hawthorne? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the I, one that I would do. But, I, but I've, I've tested this out. No, other no. Ones. I was gonna say it. It seems interchangeable. Like yeah, it's everywhere. That's what I mean. Like it's, I just went. Um, let's see, probably a few weeks ago to the one on 39th and Powell to that Safeway, and I too went to the deli to perhaps sample some delicious Safeway Chinese food, uh-huh. as is my want. That's not. That was before Operation Hot Summer. Now I'm I'm off of that for a while. Right. But um, and the woman was so angry at me for even showing up. I'm just like, hi. I know exactly what I want. I'm like, Express Special Chow Mein Orange Chicken. That's that's all I'd want. Yeah. And she was just like, huh, and like slamming things around and like slamming the tray down. I'm like, Jesus, I don't. And I'm not t- over talking. I know I'm I'm over talk sometimes. Mm-hmm. Not over talking. I'm just being polite. Please. Thank you. Yeah. And she could just I, not be thing. more frustrated with my existence. I always say please and thank you. You know, I appreciate them doing it. But like, I, I really don't feel like I'm doing anything that warrants the, the level of of anger mm-hmm. directed towards me. There's one gentleman in particular at the uh at the oh, Safeway on the Hawthorne. one on Hawthorne. Yeah, I know which glasses guy. And the, he is so grumpy. He's so mad. So mad. I tried to I tried to counteract it today by because usually I'm just straight to the point. You know, I'm not a jerk. I'm not like over the like, kind of like you. It's just like nope. I would like this, please. Thank you. And that's that's it. Mm-hmm. So I tried to be like overly nice just to see if Sometimes that would change it makes anything. You, them hate you more. I think it did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I tried to be like, hey, yeah, thanks so much. Yeah, how's your day going so far? Or, uh, something like that. I don't know. I mean, I could. It's out of my character to make like general things like that because I figure people don't want to talk when they're working. Yeah. But I tried that. Believe me, that did not work. Mm. I think it did piss him off more. 
It is. Trying to be it's, friendly. O- it's oddly specifically Safeway deli workers. Yeah. You're right. Like, nobody ever seems happy to be there. And I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I know a job's a job, but I mean, like, they really don't want to be there. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I would just, I thought maybe you had an answer for that. It sounds like you're on the same No, page I that. am. It's like every... Um, no, every, every single one I've gone to. Yeah. In yeah. any county. Yeah. Well, all right. You when know, I know, and when I posted this too, it sounds like I've got some friends that actually work uh, at some of the delis and they say, no, it's not like that. So maybe it, maybe it isn't everywhere. It's just the ones that I've. All right. Let me tell by. you, I, it might and be this just. This isn't a, an attack on deli workers. This is what no, I want to make clear. Stop defending yourself. You're no. not saying anything bad. No. This is your experience. No, and I, I, I know that. I just, I want to make sure that it's clear what I'm saying. Do you remember like a few months ago when I was talking about my whole experience at the Safeway Deli in Tillamook? Mm-hmm. It isn't even like Portland centered. <laughs> oh, but see, that's different. That's Tillamook. Yeah, Tillamook is a town on the coast of Oregon, but it's not even really on the coast. It's kind of in an inlet, and it's surrounded by um, dairies, so it smells smells kind of bad. And um, I think in general, people there don't seem to be very happy. I don't. All right, so I'm looking at this. I don't know if this is fact or not, but we can pretend that it is. Suman in the chat says, "When a Safeway employee gets disciplined, they get stuck on deli duty." That's a fact. Well, all right. Well, maybe that's it. That could be it. <laughs> maybe that's it. Okay. Well, I was just curious. Just curious I don't if you find that if I, I, your opinion, you having an opinion on something is not offensive. Like, well, I no, and it wasn't even an opinion. I was just asking. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm not saying, I'm not stating a fact. I was asking a Judging question. from the response in the chat, it doesn't seem like you're alone. And judging from the response of the other human being that's sitting across from you that has yeah. had the same experiences. Yeah. yeah no, I, as soon as you said that, I knew exactly what you were talking about. It's always funny, though, when you post these things like on Facebook and stuff, just to see people get so worked up. Oh, yeah. And you always, what Mike. I've realized is you always inadvertently offend somebody. Oh, yeah. Everyone's, everyone's offendable. Oh, yeah. No, I've mm. uh, apparently offended a lot of people with, with things on Facebook, and I'm, I post the most innocuous things. I don't make political statements or anything like that. But it is kind of funny how worked up people will get about things. Oh, yeah. So, all right. Well, maybe I'm wrong. Mm. Maybe I'm wrong. You're but not. it's still my experience. So, <laughs> I mean, I can't change that. My experience is what it is. Yeah, you cannot change your, your personal experience. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I will uh, I will try to uh, think about this in another light. I don't know. Okay. No, that's what my experience is. Mm-hmm. All right, should we do a little bit of ball talk? We sure can. Mm. Do you have some balls to talk about? Uh, it's short. Do you have some balls that you want to yeah, shoot out of your mouth? No. No. Balls to the wall. That's not even... Is your mouth full of balls? It's not even being creative <laughs> with it. Do you have testicles you'd like to place in your mouth, please? Do you want to gargle testicles? Yeah, that's, uh, you know, I don't don't think you're coming up with a creative way to go about this. All right. (laughs) I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right, so it's a potpourri of balls. Okay, Um, smattering? A smattering. We did talk, of course, you know, the NBA playoffs are going on. The Blazers sure. playing in Game 3 tonight in Portland against the Houston Rockets. They are, Blazers are up 2-0 and in the best-of-seven-game series. So uh, they'll be playing tonight, and then they play on Sunday. It will be the second game in Portland. Here's what's going to happen. Either by the end of this weekend, either, in theory, they could win the entire series if they win the next two games, and it's done. And then they Blazers move on to the second round. Or, and I'm just saying this is the or, they could lose both, and then the series goes back to basically zero, and it'll be a best two out of three. Oh. So if, if they lose both games, it'll be a best two out of three. Rockets will have home court advantage, and that's how it'll go. So we'll see what happens. Okay. Could go any way. 
Anyway. Oh, Keelan's poking the bear. What's he saying? Come on, rockets. <laughs> like you care about the rockets. <laughs> like Keelan cares about Dwight Howard. <laughs> if I thought for a second that Keelan was trolling and he actually did care about the rockets, then I would uh, then I would maybe argue something back. I know he doesn't give a shit about the rockets, so he's just trying to poke. <laughs> I know reaction. that's what I said. Poking the yeah. bear. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, speaking of the NBA playoffs, there is this. Um, the Golden State Warriors played last night, and they lost to the Clippers. But uh, this is just a side note that's been come out that, that has come out in that Golden State currently plays in Oakland, California. However, they are looking to maybe leave Oakland, leave Oakland, and go across the bay to San Francisco, where they would become the San Francisco Warriors. So this okay. is allegedly their plan because they're not getting the uh, arena deal they want in Oakland. And uh, they think that uh, San Francisco is offering them. They've apparently rumored to have bought some property over there. And, uh, and yeah, might be, become the San Francisco Warriors. Okay. Yeah. So Sounds like they're about ready to do battle. San Francisco Warriors. The San Francisco Warriors. So that is a possibility. It's a slow day in ball talk. Moving <laughs> on to ball talk. Um, got this. Back in the news, he just this is a guy who just doesn't know how to go into retirement and just be like, dude, your career's done. You had a great career. Stop trying to be in the spotlight. It's just do do something else. Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens. Now you may know him. To is a lot of what uh, didn't he have a reality show? He did. He had multiple reality shows, I believe. He had uh, the To. He had To and Ocho or something that he did one with Ocho Cinco for a while, and then uh, or I think it was called T Ocho. Oh Uh, boy! I think that's what it was. That is. And then he also, he had a reality show, yeah, that followed him around in his life. Uh, and then he tried to, he tried, oh yeah, he held that workout in California, in oh, LA for showed NFL up teams. That, right? No NFL oh, team showed yeah. up for it. That's so awkward. And uh, and so there was, he's, he's tried really hard. He also tried to buy or join a, uh, not a flag, the Arena Football League, but then I think he even got kicked out of that. Well, now, here's what he is. He's making a big push to become the first, and this is his, he's, his campaign is revolving around this, to be the first black bachelor on The Bachelor. You know hmm. what I'm talking about? The I know, that's show. the TV show, right? The TV show. Apparently, there's Sometimes not been I feel any... like I'm not, I'm not doing my social part of like being part of pop culture. I don't know. I know what The Bachelor and The Bachelorette are, though. That's where they have like a whole bunch of people competing against them. And they, and they some... all fall in love in three minutes and yeah. cry, and they all hump them. Yeah, and some dude gets to bang a whole bunch of hot chicks. Like, mm-hmm. Sweet deal. Yeah. Well, T.O. wants in on that action. Of course he does. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, really? <laughs> he wants to have women vying over yeah. him and gets to hump all of them. But, uh, but his campaign is... <laughs> Apparently, he doesn't even think just him alone is enough. He's got to use it as a well, yeah, but but you haven't had a black bachelor, so that's why you have to have me. So okay. that's why that's that's his campaign. He's trying every angle he can. I don't know if that's going to happen. Hey, I respect him working for it. He's like, all right, oh, all these bitches, they all because they all put out. I mean, at least it yeah. it appears that they do. At well, least from my not watching it knowledge, because I I read the like celebrity gossip sites and all like who's going home on the Bachelor. Well, he could skip it. I mean, if. If Flavor Flav could do like five seasons of his thing, I would think T.O. might be able to. Although then again, Flavor Flav is way more entertaining than T.O. Yeah. I mean, way more. Because T.O. seems like he would probably, I don't know, I know jack shit about him, but he seems like he would probably try to be cool. 
or something. And that, that doesn't yeah. make for good TV. Like, I want crazy-ass Flavor Flav. Flavor of yeah. Love, I watched every episode of I, that. I actually watched Flavor of Love. Also, I love. I watched the spinoff. I love New York. I also watched... Uh, there was What was the one that he did with... Uh, Fli- with uh, Bridget... Bardot? Or yeah, was uh, it was name? like... I can't remember what it was yeah. called, but I watched that one too. That would uh-huh. I forgot about that moment in television history. Mm-hmm. Flavor Flav and it's Bardot. Is that her last name? Bridget. Bridget. Will, will you look it up? Yeah, Just, I will. Would you mind? Thank you. Just to, so I can get it right because that was such a weird Bridget Nielsen. Is that right? Bridget Nielsen. Yes, everybody's correcting us in the chat. I think everybody is sitting there. Oh, it's Bridget Nielsen. Bridget Nielsen. I forgot. Yeah. Whatever. It was amazing. It was amazing. It was so good. That was a huge moment in like reality, like like just garbage, amazingly garbagey television. It does seem like that because kind of the heyday. It's being mentioned that was when Tila Tequila was around the Tila Tequila thing because she had her own show where she was seeking love. Remember, <gasps> the surreal she was, life because yeah. she was bisexual, so it could be. Man or women, then it's like a set of hot twins that were like going after. Oh her. yeah, God, that was like a golden moment in like reality TV because now it's just all kind of watered down. But that was when it was really fully crazy. Do you remember when that there was the girl that uh, on Flavor of Love who was waiting and she really had to go to the bathroom and she like pooped her pants? <laughs> yes. Do you remember that? That's being brought up in the in the live chat right now. Oh, yeah. they did. They brought that up yeah, too. I don't some... remember. There was like a, a girl There's... fight with like full on like ripping weaves out, like sm- like punching each other in the yeah, face. Yeah, and there was one uh, little, little pumpkin. Yeah, pumpkin. Uh, pumpkin. <laughs> pumpkin is that trashy blonde chick. Oh, uh, she was the one that got on punched. One of them. No, she uh, she might have got punched. Yeah, she spit on one of them. I remember that. <laughs> oh, that was amazing! That was it. That was a time. In and trash you know what? Television. Because it was exactly what it was supposed to be. Like with the Bachelorette and the Bachelor, I think it seems like they're trying to class it up. It's like no, it's just a bunch of money grubbing bitches trying to beat out all the other bitches to get the guy. And some dude who wants to bang a bunch of hot. Chicks. And you know what? Flavor Flav was just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I am gonna bang all these girls. <laughs> That's why you got to respect Flavor Flav. <laughs> you Good got for him. to. Good for him. He did it right. Yeah. <laughs> like, look at me. You still want to bang this? All right. No, I respect that. Because uh, he yeah. took that and he took advantage of it, and that is exactly what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Not yeah. like, oh, I love her so much, so deeply. I'm like, you met her fucking two hours ago. Oh, yeah. Shut your mouth. Oh, yeah. No, the surreal life was fantastic, too. My brother, I, I know I've said this about a billion times. My brother actually uh, played played around a blackjack with uh, Uncle Joey and Flavor. Flav. Oh, really? Because <laughs> <From, yeah>, <laughs> they were filming it there. And he said there was somebody else, too. I can't remember who else it was. Ron Jeremy? Uh, no, it wasn't. I don't think Ron Jeremy was on that one. But yeah, it was like he, he's like he was just walking along and he didn't know what it was. He's like, holy shit, that's Flavor Flavor and Uncle Joey. Oh, my like, God. Like, hanging out together. Yeah. Dave, Dave Coulier. Dave Coulier. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Did you ever watch Joe Millionaire? Nah, no. No. Is that, that where was they when- faked it and... Yeah, where they faked it, where they took like this uh, this guy who's like a, a farm worker, and they pretended that he was like a, a multi billionaire, and put him in a mansion, and had all these girls fight over him, and then at the end he revealed that he did like they could take this cash prize or stay with him, and I think the girls stay. I can't remember how it ended, but you know what I do know? I was going through some of my stuff, and I like that show so much that I actually have a VHS tape. Where I recorded the last you episode. Recorded it because I remember I was going to miss it, so I VHS recorded. Motherfucking Joe Millionaire And I found that tape the other day When I was cleaning out my apartment I have a tape that says Joe Millionaire Finale Wow I stu- I'm not getting rid of that Wow That's pretty <laughs> amazing <laughs> Don't hold on to that one Hold on uh, to that one It could be worth worth money someday <laughs> um, Yeah it's also being pointed out Joe Millionaire kind of looked like a giant Greg It's true he did kind of look like you Greg 
Where? Let me see. All right, Maybe I'm going to find a picture of him. I'm not a millionaire. I want a bunch of hot chicks clamoring over me. Why can't I be Greg Millionaire? What's that? What's oh my gosh, like? he does kind of look like you a little. I don't, Hang I on, I'm, no put, I'm putting him in the chat. Okay, into the live chat at yep. funemploymentradio.com. Into the live chat at funemploymentradio.com. That guy there looks like me. A little bit. I mean, you guys have the same hair. Mm. You both have like the little double eyebrows yeah, see, and blue yeah, eyes. I don't have the four hot chicks hanging around me, though. Yeah. Yeah. That part doesn't work out. <laughs> it's being quite Sarah not getting, Lucas says Sarah not getting rid of an old VHS tape is pretty much textbook early onset hoarder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that really is. All right. Um, moving on in ball talk. I'm just going to state this. This is just going to be a brief one and move on. Sarah. Yes. There's been uh, apparently a new duo that's been hanging out together. And it involves Dennis Rodman and someone who is a guest on our show within the last two to three months. What? Can you name one of the celebrity guests we've had on this show? What The one that you think mo- would be most likely to be hanging out with Dennis Rodman now. Bobby Lee. No. Within the last two to three months. Is it a woman or a man? It's a man. In the last Not two- like a dating thing. They're, they're like buddies now. Oh, I don't know. We have so many people on. No, but think who Dennis Rodman type. Dennis Rodman. Oh, I don't even. Dennis Rodman type. Oh, God. Is it Steve-O? It's Steve-O. Oh, no. <laughs> Steve-O and Dennis Rodman apparently are fast becoming buddies. Oh, and, uh, my God. Really? Steve-O has a karaoke show that Dennis Rodman has also stopped by and has now been a part of. So he's going to leave that one there. We'll leave that at that and move on. Finally in ball talk, we have this. I just want to play this. It's some audio from last night, and uh, it happened after the uh, after the game. So this is on uh, TNT. Okay. Part of their coverage is they have a bunch of former uh, NBA players, Charles Barkley. Oh, and that enormous room that Kenny. is way too big for... Them yeah. to be having one TV show in? Yeah. 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 They have Charles Barkley. They have Kenny. They've got uh, uh, Shaq. And then um, what's his name? Ernie, who's the host, who tries to contain all the crazy. And they they just kind of talk about the game, talk about themselves. It, honestly, a lot of times it is pretty funny because it ends up on them just ripping on each other. Mm-hmm. And, like, Shaq looks like an idiot. Charles Barkley doesn't have any idea what's going on. Charles Barkley always just looks perpetually confused. Yeah. That's yeah. why I think I kind of like him. Uh, Kenny Smith it tries to overcompensate for his career because he wasn't as famous as either of them. It's it's pretty good. But they were talking about last night, a couple of players during a game had gone to speak with the ref to find out how the ref was going to call the game so they could, like Kendrick Perkins and Zach Randolph, mm. had a mutual conversation with the ref saying, we want to be able to hit each other a lot and we don't want you calling it. Like, how are you going to call these things? So they referenced uh, their careers in talking to the refs. I'm just going to play this. And okay. we'll, and then I'll explain it afterwards. But I'm just going to play it without any explanation. Okay. This is them talking about this. Charles Barkley starts off talking, and then it goes to Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman or to? Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Not Dennis Rodman. To Shaq. Okay. No, Dennis Rodman has nothing to do with this. Okay. <laughs> I've never done that. I've never talked to him. Because, That's Shaq. Uh, you never talked to the rest before no. the game ever. Ever. You know, Ernie, I've talked wow. to. I, like, if if we felt like a, I've been it when I was captain. You used to kiss up to him. No, I didn't kiss yeah, up did. to him. Yes, you did. Listen. You listen. kissed dick in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That did not sound good. He's a ref. That did sound good. Yeah, I sure did, but it's it happened. It's 2 o'clock. It don't happen. You okay. kissed dick uh, in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what he's referring to 
I don't go back and play this again. Shaq Did you sucking. Say dick in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so Charles Barkley, there's this famous uh, video of him and Dick Dick Bavetta is a ref, a long, long, long time ref, one of the old school refs. And Charles Barkley, this was weird when this actually happened. Charles Barkley and Dick Bavetta were friends. I think this was when Charles was retiring. He actually leaned down and gave Dick Bavetta a kiss. So that's what Shaq is what? referring to. Wait, why did he kiss him? I don't know. Because Charles strange. Barkley is fucking weird. He is weird. Yeah. If, uh, maybe that's also why I like basketball. Because basketball players, for the most part, are like really nutty. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, sorry. <laughs> I know. I know. No, I am. I am. Um, all right, so let's let's go ahead and play this again. I've never done that. I've never talked to him because uh, you never talked to the rest before no. the game ever. Ever, you know, Ernie. I've talked wow. to I, like if if we felt like a. I've been it when I was captain. You used to kiss up to him. No, I didn't kiss hey, up to him. Yes, you did. Listen, you listen. kissed Dick in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, thank <laughs> you. That did that not. That's a ref. That did not sound good. He's a ref. That did sound good. Yeah, I sure did. But it happened. It's two o'clock. It don't happen. You okay. kiss dick uh. in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's my favorite line. <laughs> it's two o'clock. I'm gonna go kiss dick. In the mouth. <laughs> so I know uh, how it sounds, but we have footage. Waiter, waiter, <laughs> check. Please. We have check the footage. But anyway, <laughs> when I was a captain, if so, I thought somebody was doing something wrong, or trying, or, or we wanted them to watch some. I would talk to the fish, and they would always call the other captain. Okay. All right. So anyway, it goes on and on, and then they go back to making fun of Wow. Shaq. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. I do like that show. That's pretty funny. It, it can be pretty funny. Sometimes it's a little annoying, but it is kind of funny just because they all have their own egos. Well, I like it when they put, um, like, because I don't, I don't watch it very much. I only watch it if I catch it before, like, a Blazer game. Like, But when they mess with Charles Barkley and put his head on, like, different people's bodies... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Don't yeah. they? Yeah, that's yes. They will do that. Um, yeah, they'll mess with Charles Barkley. They'll call him fat over and over. All right, Greg, you've got to step away from the basketball fight. <laughs> there is an ongoing basketball fight in the chat, Greg. <laughs> no. Eyes over here. I'm near. This is Greg proving that he's here because he's singing along with the song. Yep. Greg just had to physically pull his own hand away to stop himself from See, writing. See, this is the thing. If you're a live listener, you get to go in here into the live chat. And now there's things I'm like, no, but that's not true. This is actually a fact. And now I want to start, like, geeking out and being a nerd in there. Well, you can do that on your own time. Right now, this is my time. <laughs> Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Stillen. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, I'm so excited because I have a story from one of my favorite places on Earth. I haven't been able to talk about it for a while. Greg, what is one of the most magical places on Earth that I want a t-shirt from that I think that we should all have a fun employment radio field trip to? Port St. Lucie. Of course. Is that what you're talking about? That's what I'm talking about. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Port St. Lucie. Woo, back in the news. Greg just had to physically push his computer away. I'm pushing the computer away. Good. Florida Highway Patrol troopers had to arrest a man who allegedly was caught speeding down Interstate 95 while... Furiously masturbating in the nude after a semi truck driver called 911 to report him. Wait a minute. All right. Okay. So he was, so was driving while masturbating. So the, and a semi truck called to report him. So here's what happened. So this guy's name is Corey Evans of Port St. Lucie. 
was pulled over after the driver reported that he slowed when a semi-truck slowed and sped up when the semi-truck accelerated. So basically what this guy was doing was pacing the semi-truck while, uh, what was the other one, feverishly masturbating. Oh, okay, that's a little bit different. So the driver continued to talk to dispatchers and then eventually called the police. Uh, The victim stated that the driver seemed to be enticing him and harassing him. The victim stated that the suspect continued masturbating with the interior dome light on so he could be easily seen. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Corey was like really going to town there. He really liked that truck. Yeah. When the trooper stopped Corey Evans, he was clothed. However, his zipper was down. Uh Uh-oh. The 22-year-old said that he was on his way back to school in Boca Raton. He denied masturbating. But was also that was arrested uh, on indecent exposure. Wait, so how was he arrested on indecent exposure? If maybe because when he his was pulled zipper over, was down. Yeah, but he's in his own car. I mean, I, I'm not defending the man stalking someone while feverishly masturbating, but just by the law, I mean, if he got pulled over and his zipper was just down, I forget to put my zipper up all the time. It doesn't mean I'm feverishly masturbating, chasing a truck. But I think if there's an eyewitness and if a semi guy is like reporting feverish masturbation. And if he's saying that he's seen it, like... I don't know. They're probably taking his like word a, for it. That doesn't seem like enough to me. An eyewitness seeing, watching someone feverishly masturbate? <sighs> I think if it, was, if it was your eyes and your truck being paced by some guy feverishly masturbating under a dome light... I'd be pissed. Yeah, and then if you called the cops and then they showed up and, and they weren't going to do anything about it, you'd probably be mad. They probably have to do something about it. I don't know. I don't know how they can prove that. I'm sorry that there isn't enough proof for the Port St. Lucie masturbator. Well, I'm just saying. Next up, out of Henderson, Kentucky. It's just a little brief story, but I wanted to bring it up because this has happened before. A suspect has been arrested on charges of attacking someone with a knife at Golden Corral. Again. <laughs> you know, honestly, that seems like that kind of where that would happen. Gold, remember the other Golden Corral one? I think it was a... a it was an elderly person fight. Yo, yeah, because she got mad because some guy cut in front of her. Yeah, it was like a like a seventy year old and an eighty year old. Well, this time it was a twenty four year old and a fifty five year old. So the twenty four year old victim told officers that fifty five year old Charles Jackson tried to stab him Wednesday afternoon because he was afraid he was going to get the last of the potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> the like victim- they don't have any more potatoes at Golden Corral. <laughs> the victim suffered a minor hand injury. He has been <laughs> charged with assault and terroristic threatening. Bond is set at five thousand dollars cash. I just want to put that up because it's like any story with Golden Corral in it. Hey, Greg, Taco Bell is trying to class it up a little bit. Oh, yeah? They are creating a new taco chain, but it's not going to be called Taco Bell. It's going to be called U.S. Taco Company. They're going to try and make it a Taco Bell for foodies. What? Yes. U.S. Taco Company. U.S. Taco Company. Okay. They're going to make it a fast casual taco place. So uh, later this summer, the first U.S. Fast casual. Isn't isn't that what Taco Bell is? A fast casual restaurant. So I think they want to. No, they're trying to make it all like they're trying to make it hip. Okay. They're trying to make it hip. So later this summer, the first U.S. Taco Company is scheduled to open in Huntington Beach, California, before they want to spread it all over the nation. And get this. Their logo, instead of Taco Bell, so it's U.S. Taco Company. It's a big, vibrant, uh, pink Day of the Dead sugar skull with all this, like, hip taco, uh, U.S. taco company oh, stamp wow. on it. You should look it up and post it in the chat. Okay, I'll, I'll it's look It's just, up. it's, it's pretty amazing. U.S. taco company. So, of course, you won't find your usual 99-cent Taco Bell tacos at the U.S. taco company. Oh, no. The restaurant will sell tacos for as much as $7. <laughs> 
They're selling $7 tacos at so the they, U.S. Taco Are company. they essentially just finding a way to sell uh, regular Taco Bell at inflated prices because yes. of a logo? Well, they're saying that it's different. They're trying to spice up the logo. They're calling it the U.S. Taco Company. So when you see this and you think it's like a little mom and pop store, it's really Taco Bell in disguise. Nothing looks like a mom and pop store with this thing in anyway. So they said that uh, So there will only be 10 things that you can purchase at the U.S. Taco Company. So 10 different soft shell open-faced tacos initially will be the only menu entrees. One of them is actually going to be made with Maine lobster. Another is layered with brisket from Texas. Yet another veggie version is drizzled with Wisconsin cheese. It says on the logo, and urban tap room. Are they selling beer there too? Oh God, I don't know. But look at that logo. Look at the logo. Oh yeah, no, that's bad. I bet it'll work. It'll totally work. Yep. So they're going to completely separate themselves from Taco Bell. That the um, yeah, the owner says this is an entirely separate brand. You will not see any references or any anything referencing Taco Bell. It'll totally work. I bet it will. Oh, it totally will. Yep. Yeah, U.S. Taco Company, man. It's, it's where I go. Urban tap room. <laughs> Paying seven bucks for a fucking taco. I love tacos, and I love delicious tacos. Seven dollars for a taco is too much. There are very few tacos that are worth seven dollars. I will pay seven dollars for a taco that's a, worth seven dollars. A burrito, maybe. A yes. burrito, yes. One taco. A good quesadilla. Maybe. But a single taco should not be seven dollars. No, that's some bullshit right there. All right, I do have a little... I've looked at two more stories. I have a slap, then I have a hug. So let's get through this one first. Wow. I just have to give an update because this was a big story last week. What is it? And I love how this is going to... This is just going to piss Keelan off. Wu-Tang Clan affiliated rapper Andre, jo- Andre Johnson. Oh, yeah. Here's an update on him. So uh, what happened? Remember, of course, he was the one who sliced off his penis and jumped off his balcony yeah. a couple weeks ago. Well, now the reasons and more details are coming out. So Andre Johnson was reportedly high on PCP. Oh, that's still around, huh? It, apparently it is. Okay. When he decided is that to angel s- dust? I think so. Angel yeah. dust tomes. When he decided to slice off his penis and jump off a second story balcony in Los Angeles uh, last week. So it is now being reported that Andre Johnson Oh, uh, what are you gonna say? Used a serrated steak knife oh. to saw off his genitalia in a couple pieces. Oh, it wasn't even like one fell swoop. Before just... leaping outside <laughs> onto on <laughs> his front yard. Now, before he had jumped off, I guess police had already arrived at the apartment, so he had already cut off his penis, but he hadn't jumped yet. So police uh, uh, showed up there, attempted to coax him down. And the last thing I guess he allegedly looked at them and said, okay, and then jumped off. <laughs> oh. That is a fantastic advertising, though, for anti PCP commercials. Right? Just like how uh, bath salts make you eat people's faces. Yeah, you tell every kid. <gasps> oh, this. yes. And also, let me just state for the record uh, the penis was not able to be reattached. <laughs> so there's, there's that. Wow. <sighs> All right, and wow. finally, so I saw this. This was hitting the internets yesterday, and I thought that this was hilarious because I am a fan of this product, and I didn't realize, Greg, I was going to see if maybe you wanted to try this and let me know what it's like. Which means I probably don't. Yeah. Greg, there's a new trend. Jenkum, out the door. Bath salts, pff, you don't need them. 
You know what the new trend is? Beezin, Greg. What? It's called Beezin. Now let me tell you this a little a, bit. This is a drug? This is a this is what the kids are up to these days. All right. Greg. Okay. They be Beezin. Let me tell you what Beezin is. Beezin is sweeping the nation. Teenagers are I have never felt so old. Right the second if I say Beezin again, oh my god. I don't I don't know idea even what you're talking about. All right, about. well, what Beezin is, Greg? Is it involves People, mostly children, mostly teenagers. What they do is they take Burt's Bees Wax, natural lip balm wax, and they put it on their eyelids to make their high even higher, apparently. What? They're putting fucking chapstick on their eyelids. How? What does that do? Uh, it says those who are into bees and says that it adds an experience adds to the experience of being drunk or high or it helps keep them alert because of the tingling of the peppermint oil inside of the Burt's beeswax. What? Is this really dangerous? Is there anything bad with this? Um there is something dangerous, Greg, because if these kids keep putting chapstick on their eyeballs, um so it's peppermint oil that causes kind of a burning tingling sensation. But how is that fun? If used improper, I don't know, Greg. The, this is what the kids want. Their YouTube, their YouTube videos, their tutorials. So also, if you are putting this on your eyelids, bees and could cause pink eye-like symptoms and make your eyes all pink and puffy. So the peppermint oil and lip balm is a very strong irritant that can cause inflammation in the eye and redness and eye swelling. But this isn't stopping the youth of today, Greg. Oh no. So they make their eyes puffy and hurt. And that's the high? <laughs> I don't get it. Yes, being said, the burning means it's working. <laughs> so if you want to look that up, could be fake. It probably is. I don't care. It made me laugh. Wow. I have some Burt's Beeswax that's over here, Greg. Stupid. Do you want to try it? No. Come on, Greg. Just try it. It'll be fine. It'll no, be fine. I don't. I don't understand where the buzz is. Stick with PCP. Ugh. Or as Keelan called it, penis cutting powder. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Yes. There you have it, guys. That's your world of crazy. What the hell was that? I think I already have some questions for Dr. Science. Right, so let's get some questions in. Okay, well, before we do that... I'm just letting people know so they can start getting their brains their, their brains chugging along. Yeah, chugging. Mm-hmm. Chugging, is that what you're talking about? Yep. You know what's been nice since it's been raining outside is having my wonderful waterproof phone. Oh, you're so fancy. Indeed. From Metro PCS, one of our fine sponsors. Yes. Uh, Metro PCS is fantastic. Of course, they are all around the country. They um, We've talked about them before. Their entire plan. Are you giving me background music for it, or what are you doing over there? Something, <laughs> something along those lines. Yes. Um, is uh, they have flat rate plans, and it's no contract. So forty bucks flat rate. Mm-hmm. Period. That's it. No other hidden costs. Yeah, and they have added. three packages. So you can get the forty dollar, fifty dollar, sixty dollar. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it starts uh, at forty. It's uh, unlimited uh, texting, data, phone call. That's it. No contract. Bam, you're done. They have all the new phones. They have discounts on the phones. You can transfer over your regular phone. It's just, it's a, honestly, it's a great service. Mm. And my reception has been amazing because that's one thing a lot of people have been asking about is reception. I've been getting reception some places I didn't get with my Verizon phone. Yep. 
like in the uh, uh, like in the basement of the bank tower downtown when I go that sounds weird um, but that's where I park <laughs> what are you doing in the basement of the <laughs> bank where, tower where I park when I go for digital trends and stuff so um, so I'll park there but uh, Verizon I never got service down there with this I do so it's kind of fantastic. Mm-hmm, that's pretty cool. That's when I'm in basements. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> that was a weird way to say that. I, I, I should have thought about that one ahead of time. Yeah. But Metro PCS is fantastic. I'm weird. MetroPCS.com slash Metro. Go there and you can uh, find, the, find the location nearest you. Let them know you heard about them from Fun Employment Radio. And the reason they're awesome is that they believe in podcasts. They believe in Fun Employment Radio, more importantly. And they believe in you guys and they want to offer this service. And I'm just telling you, it's legit. It's it's fantastic. So there mm-hmm. we go. All right, should we do a little bit of a doctor's? Yeah, did you want to take a quick break so we can put together the questions? Gather the questions, Sarah. All right. Should that be Doctor Science's voice? No, probably not. No, probably not. I've used a lot of words this week. Yeah, why don't right, you stop talking? Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. We'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Hop into the live chat, enter in your questions. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, it's getting very sciencey in here. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you are new to science facts, let me give you just a brief explanation. This is the educational segment of Fun Employment Radio, where Greg leaves the room and Dr. Science enters, of course, a very educated man. Dr. Science dispels some of the untruths you've learned during school. This has become a popular segment for parents in particular. And uh, generally, it's since they can't listen live when the kids are in school, generally this will be listened to on Sunday evenings with the podcast, where I highly encourage everyone to gather your children, gather them around oh, your talking box, God. and allow Dr. Science to give them an education for the week to come, and that way they too can spread the educationings among the other children's and little ones when they go to their schools. The children and, and little ones. And I highly encourage also... What are the also, little ones if they're separate from the children? I also highly encourage uh, your children... To make sure, like when they're when they're listening to something in school, and the teacher tells them something, and they've heard something different on Doctor Science, call out that teacher immediately. Stand up and demand they answer the questions and tell them tell the other children the truth that you learn here with Doctor Science. All right, do you have anything that you need to get Just done? Got to get those science juices flowing. Uh, of course, before oh. practicing science, it's very important to do stretches. Science stretches, we call them here on the show, where you push the science juices out from the core and get them up closer and closer to the to the openings and pushing them all the way up into the brain sponge and get those juices just soaking, just, just soaking oh in there. Oh, God, will you just stop? Just almost ready. Oh, yes, we're ready for science now. All right, well, we do have a couple questions for you today. Okay. What was that? Sounds like you're like mimicking a horse. No, those are stretches. Gross. It means the stretches are working. Your science stretches. All right, the first one mm-hmm. is from Jesmond. Okay. And Jesmond writes, Dear Dr. Science. Yes! Mm-hmm. Dr. Science. Yes! Almost got me on that one. How does Beeson work? <laughs> Dr. Science? Yes. Uh, how does Beeson work? How does Beeson work? Okay. It's a good question. That's something all the kids need to know because as we learned in World of Crazy, Beeson is where kids are applying Burt's Beeswax lip balm stuff to their eyelids in order to get 
a high, if you will. There's a couple of things with this. Oh, and uh, okay. <laughs> I do know how this works. So allow me to explain. All right, please. I'm really looking forward to it. So they're taking the lip balm. They're putting it on there. And everybody thinks, oh, wow, it must be because of, you know, the the weird, uh, you know, uh, the uh, hallucinogenic bees from South America, which we all know about, where people will go into the woods and they'll get stung by these hallucinogenic bees. And then, you know, they go crazy for a while. Um, you know, Mayans use that a little bit too much, as we know what happened with them. Incas, more, more importantly. But, but I digress. It is not, in fact, made from hallucinogenic bee venom. Here's what the secret is, and this is what the the industries don't want you to know. A lot of the cosmetic industries, and Sarah, you in particular, you should know this. Okay. What do we find that's in almost everything we eat or drink or chew or put on our put on our bodies? There's always something that can be added in there that seems to be a very popular thing. And beeswax? It's, no, it's added into this beeswax because you mentioned it when you were talking about it. In particular, there is peppermint in there. Okay. Peppermint comes in the uh, in the lip balm. And this is where I'm going to shock some minds. If you have a mind, prepare for it to be shocked. I'm pretty sure right everybody now. has minds. Well, if you don't judge, I don't like to make a make assumptions. You don't want to make a blanket statement? I don't want to make a blanket statement. Okay. In, in particular, this is for the kids when they go to school. So when you're sitting there and you're having your peppermint tea or your, your peppermint candies or whatever it is, you know, the, your chews that the kids have, peppermint sticks... What a lot of people don't realize is what the active ingredient in peppermint is. Okay. Peppermint, of course it is a mint, but that's not what you're tasting when you're tasting the, that, that sweet flavor we think of. No, in fact, that is the pepper beetle. Pepper beetles live in peppermint, and here's how they procreate. On and in you. So when you rub that delicious lip balm on your lips and you feel that tingly sensation and you like that flavor, those are peppermint beetles that you're, t- that you're tasting. And what they're doing is the more that you enjoy the flavor, the more that you feel it, the more they get into your body, they start procreating. Deep inside pretty much every human are approximately three pounds of peppermint beetles, especially in the U.S., Three pounds of you is made of peppermint beetles living inside of you. And so what happens when they're putting that on their eyelids? Yeah, oh, it feels great. Feels feels wonderful. No, those are pepper beetles procreating on your eyelids. <laughs> Not so great now, is it? Not so great now. And that's where that tingling station comes from. The pepper beetle. So with kids, when you're in school, when you see anybody try to give you something peppermint, you say, no! I don't want pepper beetles pro procreating pepper beetles procreating in my body it's like gonna be the new like dare slogan Mm -hmm. say no to pepper beetles all right they're really small you can't you can't see them i assume you couldn't if they're burrowing into your lips Mm -hmm. three pounds of pepper beetles inside of you sarah how do you feel about that do you have another question Mm mm-hmm Comes from Cammy. Okay. And Cammy writes. Did Arthur sign? Yes. Doctor says. Yes. What are marshmallows really made of? What are marshmallows made of? What are marshmallows made of? Okay. All right. That's a good question. That is uh, one of the wonders of mankind. Marshmallows, of course, were. Well, let's go back to the things we do know. 
and then I'll then I'll explain it. Marshmallows, of course, are harvested in uh, Bolivia, as we've talked about. A lot of South America today, and were discovered in uh, 1637. Okay. We all know that part. That's, I mean, obviously. Marshmallows were discovered in Bolivia in 1637. But we have to wonder where they come from. Where do the marshmallows come from? Well, to do that, let's take a look at some things. Let's take a look at our environment. Let's take a look at, uh, this is the best way to practice science. Is uh, And it's always the easiest answer. If something looks like something, it's probably part of that. So, you know, we see um, fur looks kind of like dirt when it's brown. Well, that's because it's, um, you know, made from the same substances. We all know these. These are science things. You know? I mean, it just makes sense, doesn't it? Oh, yes. Greg, what so, are I mean? Excuse me, Doctor Science. Yes. Uh, why don't you Why don't you get to telling us what marshmallows are made of? Okay, we're getting there. We're getting there. Doctor Science rambles sometimes. And tries Your to hair is getting like crazy. Like you have Albert Einstein hair right now. Mm-hmm. It is a giant frizzy fuzzball right now. You mm-hmm. look crazy. Yes. Doctor Science feels crazy. <laughs> Doctor Science has had a lot of coffee. Not a lot of sleep this week. Dr. Science has worked a lot of hours. You stop talking about yourself and the other person. <laughs> Dr. Science. What's a goddamn marshmallow? We'll answer your question in Dr. Science's own time. Here's what it is. Marshmallows. Just saying, I think I broke Dr. Bolivia. Science. <laughs> Dr. Science. I'm giving a picture in of you. In 1632. <laughs> but the question is, where do they come from? Now, naturally, we see them laying on the ground. So you find marshmallows in the rocks of the Bolivian mountains. And... That's fine. We all know these things, but here's where it happens. So, as I said, you match color and color. That's kind of how you match a lot of things in science. So, we see the white marshmallows. What do we see when we look up into the sky, Sarah? Cl- clouds? Sky? Clouds. What color are clouds generally? White? White clouds. Absolutely. So, we see those clouds up there, and we're like, well, wait a minute. How does that make sense that there would be a marshmallow on the ground? Well, the clouds, as we know, have been in a battle with the sun for, uh, for over 700 years. Okay. When clouds were first discovered. Clouds hate the sun. So that's why the clouds try to cover up the sun and like keep the sun from happening uh, on the ground. But the sun doesn't like that. So the sun tries to poke the clouds with its sun rays. And so it's poking the clouds. And what happens with that is as it's poking the clouds, you know, it starts to what? You see the clouds start to go away because the clouds are melting. But where does that melting go? Well, Sarah, this is what it is. It drops down. In particular, the sun in Bolivia is extremely potent. It's potent sunlight, is what you're saying. Extremely potent sunlight to where it actually melts the clouds, and the clouds have to excrete the the part of it as it's going along. So the the marshmallows in themselves are actually well, they're essentially cloud turds. That's what they are. That's what it comes from. And delicious that's, that's, cloud turds. That's what it is. Okay. So that's why clouds are delicious. There you have it. Tell your kids. Pepper beetles and cloud turds. Yep. That has been Dr. Science. <laughs> Fucking nuts. <laughs> I really think that some that you might be a little broken. I'm, I might be a little broken. It's been a long week. It has been a very, been a long very, week. very long week. <laughs> I, love, I love I love doing the show. I've I've just had a I've had a hell of a week. <laughs> Uh, what's sleep? <laughs> Did you not sl- have you not been sleeping well or something? I have not been. Okay, I thought something was a little off. No, no. 
<laughs> well, you've been hilarious, but you're hilarious in the way that you seem crazy. Like I've lost control of reality. You've lost control of your mind, <laughs> reality. I'm on nature's PCP, sir. <laughs> Just don't, I don't know what that means either. S- Serrated need, knife off your penis. Okay? I need to stop talking. Um, <laughs> 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 Are you from serrated knives to vintage furniture? <laughs> PDX Asylum. They sell knives there. They have really beautiful knife sets that they you can do. get there, they like do serving n- sets. They do not encourage you to cut yourself or your. Do not slice your penis off. Do with not there. slice your penis off with it. But they do sell very nice <laughs> things there. PDX <laughs> Asylum is located on 37th and Hawthorne, and you can go in there right now. You can even pick up. Ooh, they, have a, they have a Bigfoot statue. <gasps> like a little oh. toy Bigfoot thing. Oh, wow, this that is awesome. That probably needs to be in your backyard. It prob- well, no, it's not like a big statue. It's mm. like a little thing. <laughs> but it could sit in the house. They have many amazing things. Will you things. talk to it? Will you name it? Yeah, probably. If I you had a Bigfoot, what would you name it? I d- that's a very loaded question. That takes time. I have to understand the personality of the Bigfoot. I have to get to know it mm-hmm. a little bit. But um, obviously, I couldn't name it Harry, even though I would want to. Smelly, probably be smelly. All right, uh, but PDX Asylum is awesome. Go there, hang out, say hi to Anton and Deb. They're amazing. It's not smelly. It's, it's stop talking. PDX Asylum, thirty seventh and Hawthorne. <laughs> Seriously, they have so many fantastic. Oh yeah, go there this weekend. It's in the heart. You know what? It's in the heart of the Hawthorne district. Absolutely, and it's awesome. It's a, it's a cool it's a cool shop to spend some time in. So go. It really is. Yeah. No, I'm gonna make Greg go home. Send us an email, funemploymentradio@gmail.com. <laughs> Give us a call, five one three five seven five nine one two zero. Tomorrow on Fun Employment Radio Network, we'll be Chronicles of the Nerds at about ten thirty a.m. Followed by Rip City Bad Boys. Yeah, <laughs> Micro Machine. Back tomorrow with more fun. Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Shot to the big time Coliseum Friday night Sitting up front where the lights are bright Two hot seats, oh yeah, fantastic Me and Jay sitting right by the basket Blazer dances, bumping, thumping Big shot, Brock Buck Williams, pumping Slap so hard, that ball was flying Right in my face, man, I ain't lying Tried to duck, but the ball done duck me Knock me cold, disconnect me Next thing I know, I'm in a Blazer jersey Coach says, hey, you're going in for a curzy I said, you're right, man, check you out And then he got in my face Began to shout. Bust a bucket, who the duck up, blazer, do this, super sucker, slam it, jam it, kill it, freeze it, go up, get it, got it good. Oh, this is gonna be harder than I thought. How you spelling that? Bust a bucket, who the duck up, blazer, do this, super sucker, slam it, jam it, kill it, freeze it, go up, get it, got it good. Yeah, great, whatever. Back to my story. Bust a bucket, toss a pass. You're talking to a fan who flunked gym class, but there I was, just the same. Playing pro and finding fame. Dip to the well, scoop to the drop. Porter said, Truth, man, don't pass off. Time, bout time, rest my body Have a little chat with the mad Rashad I feel pretty good, man, that's the truth I'll tell you more later when I stop by the booth It was Rip City Showtime, fully fantastic Positively Portland, slam my plastic Crowd was stopping, then they screamed Kept me guessing What's that word, man? Now I'm stressing Motherfucker, who the duck Plays a duty Super sucker Slam it, jam it, kill it Three's it, go up, get it Got it good Hmm, I got the good part Kick it a couple times And let me think about it Bust the bucket Who the duck Plays a duty Super sucker Slam it, jam it, kill it Three's it, go up, get it Got it good Bust a bucket Who the duck Plays a duty Super sucker Slam it, jam it, kill it Three's it, go up, get it Got it good Bust a bucket Bust, bust a bucket Bust, bust a bucket
Life was cool in the NBA. Surfers, hours, bankers pay. Half court hook shot in its sword, but the ref said, Sorry, son, you didn't call backboard. Pick up the phone, Bob Costas ringing. Next thing I know, man, Kersley singing. Ooh, baby, you got the touch. Take it easy, man, you're working too much. Future big, the coach has said. Just this big set bump on your head. I was gonna join in and sing some bass when a Duckworth pass hit me right in the face. Stop me right up off my feet, right back to my front row seat. Woke up dizzy, head just screaming. What's that word? I must have been dreaming. Now I get it. For a while there, I felt like Bobby on Dallas. Everybody sing along, it's not too hard. You can do it, I know you can. You guys have the practice.